Ookly dookly. Super duper. Super duper. Gonna have a hot time in the old town tonight. Ooh, a hot time. Ooh. Hot in the city. There's gonna be a heartache tonight. I know. Is there? No. I would hope not. I I hope not too. No, there's just gonna be a. I don't know. Large large pizza and a bucket of sadness tonight. There's <laughs> gonna be a large pizza and a bucket of sadness tonight. Or whatever the fuck he said. Who? What? Huh? Huh? I don't know. You know who? Huh? Not in this economy. The Savage Land. <laughs> Are we actually going to use that? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> All right. I like to sing, dance, pretend, and I like to have fun, 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 fun. Welcome back to the Savage Land. Uh, who do we got tonight in the Savage Residence in the Savage Land of the Savage Houses? Rachel. And Jason. <laughs> wow. That's, that's Jason falling down a pit. Jason. And Jason. Uh, you guys couldn't hear it, but I was going further away from my mic as I said that, so the listeners are going to love it, but uh, you guys you guys didn't get the effect. Okay. All good right. To, good to know. Yeah. Uh, Tonight, uh, tonight, uh, today, this time on the Savage Land, uh, we're going to talk about Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, and Tomb Raider, and uh, more Tomb Raider. Fuck yes. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you can't talk about anything else. If it's no. not Tomb Raider related, get the fuck out. This is now All the right. Tomb Raider podcast. This um, is the Tomb Raider podcast. It's Tomb Raider time, Tomb Raider every day, Tomb Raider's <laughs> the best, Laura Croft, she's so cool. I'm just going to go now then, I guess. I'll just... Uh... I got nothing. Just see yourself out. Yeah, I got. Don't let, the, I, don't, let don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> I mean, I guess all I'd be doing is like clicking hang up on the on the call, but and, and yeah, well, then I just drown I, myself in pizza and ice cream. Don't do it. No. <laughs> how you guys? How you guys doing up there? Up in the old up in the old SLC. Super great. Savage Super. Land Central. Central. I'm not going to stop until Salt Lake City officially changes its name to Savage Land Central. I think that might take a while. Yeah, nah. I don't think that'll. I bet we're happen. only a few you... days away from it. Uh huh. Okay. This oh, episode's okay. going to push them over the edge. Let's do it then. Yeah, we're doing it. That's the. <laughs> I mean, we we've got uh, we we're bound to have thousands and and hundreds of thousands of people using our our hashtag hashtag SLC right. That's that's definitely ours. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Obviously, it means the people want it. Yeah, I bought it. I paid for it. It's mine. <laughs> I bought that hashtag. B- 
bought the hashtag. <laughs> you gotta pay, if you guys are using that, you gotta pay me royalties. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's 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 funny. Well, uh, oh, Salt we got... Salt Lake's uh, Salt Lake's pretty uh, pretty mellow, pretty mellow man. Yeah, you mellow. Guys... Mellow, mellow time. <laughs> wow, <laughs> chilling out there and all the all the all the all the weed clouds because you guys have uh, legal weed. Nope, nope. Oh, did that still not happen? <laughs> Was I living five years in the future? Yep, yep. Oh, damn it! When, when SLC stands for Savage Land Central and marijuana is legalized, yeah, that's yep. right. Five years Shit. in the future. I keep I keep stepping into that future on accident. Hey, man, the multiverse is a bitch. Totally, dude. Totally do. See, but now that we talked about it, there is an alternate universe where Salt Lake changed its name to Savage Land Central and weed is legalized. Do we, like, rule the state? I hope. Like, there's no other government. We're the government. Or Mormons. If it's Savage Land Central. Yeah. We must Mm -hmm. be, yeah. Yeah. Which one um, of us would be governor? There's no governors. There's just the Holy be, Trinity. <clears throat> I would be... Um, yeah, we're the new Holy Trinity. Yeah, and my title <laughs> would be... Um, Come on, let's make it really offensive. No, why would I... No, I'm trying to... It's got to be It's got to be proper. Mine would be Emperor... Uh, Emperor... Uh, I got... Fuck, I got nothing. I'll be... I'll be... <laughs> I'll be Grand Admiral Prawns. My title would be... Uh, That's it. That's your title? Cat... Yeah, that's what it is. Emperor, I got nothing. As long as I can be Grand Admiral Prawns, I'm fine. Yeah, you can be Grand Admiral Prawns. Yep, approved. What about you, Rachel? Uh, what would you be in this leadership know. hierarchy? I'd probably be the Meg White of the group. I just stand there and I don't say anything because my anxiety's too bad. Who's Meg White? <laughs> but, you're, but you're a sick drummer. <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, Meg White from the White Stripes. <laughs> yeah. I got shit for playing them at uh, at work today. Why? Because, I mean, okay, they have a lot of weird songs that are very, like, bagpipe heavy <laughs> and random shit like that. And uh, and so, really? like, people were, like, walking through while the bagpipes were wailing and the song had, like, no rhythm. And I was like, look, they're a good band. Some of their songs are just a little out there and they're like, this is really weird. And I'm like, well, fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, weird. Yeah. Yeah, just say, just tell. Fuck, man, my jo- I'm just like Mr. F- joke fails. <laughs> that's my that's my title. That's my title is Mr. Joke Fail. He's just got too much Tomb Raider on the brain. Yeah, I just can't. I can't make jokes. There, there's nothing else. There's archaeology is serious business. Yeah. Yeah. Quit, quit joking. Quit joking around. I'm I'm trying uh, not to. I'm being really serious. Yeah. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your uh, what's your serious catch up? What's your very serious catch up? Mine Don't joke around. Yep. Uh, I haven't really been doing too much. I'm actually I'm I'm reading uh, Brian Michael Bendis's uh, uh, Words for Pictures, which is like his book on comic book writing. Oh yeah, it is unsurprisingly that's... very wordy. Yeah, well, it doesn't surprise me at all. I also <laughs> think that's nope, no laughing. Uh, that's 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 pleasantly serious. I appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, we're doing just serious things now. Oh, okay. Yep. I'll go back into serious. Um, he does a great job of breaking down exactly uh, how he prefers to uh, to to do every aspect of his job, that's, and that's that uh, is... much appreciated. Yeah, that sounds pretty serious. Yeah, it's uh, very I serious. Approve. 
I approve yeah. of that. There's a lot of there's a lot of specific pointers. Approved. Approved on that. Good. Um, he gives great detail of his uh, of his script process and how uh, you know how he prefers to communicate with the artist and and which freedoms and 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 you know methods of of guidance that he prefers to uh, deliver to his artists. Mm-hmm. Further approval. Yeah, yes. a lot of approval. Um, and he also prefers to uh, use much bigger pages than uh, a lot of books or even comic books use to uh, fit more words onto those pages. Uh, okay, approved. Uh, let me just stamp that here. Uh, sign it triplicate. Send it off. Okay, good to go. Awesome. That's approved. That's, Sounds good. Yep. Move mm-hmm. on to the next, uh, next line item. Uh, yes, line item 2A. Continue. All right. Uh, line item 2A, um, I read uh, 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 the first issue of Sheriff of Babylon, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it was very serious. Yep, that's a, I proved that yes, too. Yes, that is a like very it's, serious comic. It's, it's, that's it's good a, and serious. It's an incredibly serious comic. Um, it was absolutely uh, uh, haunting and uh, bone-chilling, which are both very serious things. Um, yes. And another thing that was very serious about it was how seriously good the art was. Mm. Seriously good art. It's also a very serious story. A very serious mm-hmm. story. Um, a lot of seriousness going on in the settings and, and, and in you know the world at that time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very many serious things. Uh, the art looked seriously similar to uh, if David Aha were to uh, illustrate a military story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, with well, a little less design work, but that's okay. It's still serious. Um, mm-hmm. Did you only read the first issue? I only read the first issue. Okay. Good. Good. That's cutting all. Your, cutting yourself that's off all. Short. Good job. That's all I've read as well. So yeah. I was just curious if you had read it any more. No, I uh, I got the trade. I just barely finished reading the first issue. Um, like I don't know, like an hour ago. So after after we're uh, done with this very serious episode, um. We, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll seriously go and finish the, uh, the rest of it. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, th- I think it's a seriously good book hmm. so far. Okay, hang on. Let me just check that. Uh, one, two, three, three, yep, sign in triplicate, uh, send that uh, off. This one needs to be notarized. D- let me notarize that. Do, do, uh, do we need to add any addendums? Uh, um, yeah, addendum one, um, is that, uh, I, I recommend Tom King for further serious discussions in the future. Mm, okay. Uh, hang on a sec. Let me file that away. Uh, yep. Yep. Done. Perfect. Okay. Good. Glad. Got that out of the way. <laughs> All right. We're done with the serious thing. Yeah. <laughs> the listeners are probably just like, what the fuck? Please stop. Please just stop. Oh boy. It was like one of those bits that probably would have been funny for like a minute. And then we just, we just really took it. Yep. Well, hey, hey. Yeah. You know, if there's one thing we do around here, it's just keep things going on for way too long. <laughs> This goes all the way to the top. Am I right, Rachel? Uh, Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Long time listeners. All the way. All the way to the top where Keith David's sitting. Oh, in all seriousness. uh... (laughs) (laughs) In all sincerity. Oh, boy. Uh, No, you got anything else? Well, Tom King. I like Tom King. Tom King's fucking Tom King's the best. Yeah. I I really honestly like Sheriff of Babylon is kick ass as fuck. Um, that that first issue is like super super good. Um, it blows me away how well he writes dialogue without like sort of meandering and 
you know, like without being too exposition heavy and without meandering, he he kind of walks right on that line um, to really drive his points home. And, and the design work in the book is just fantastic um, in terms of like the use of the use of the space in between the panels and the use of, you know, like coloring and lighting and all that stuff. Like it's, it's all very uh, intricately done. And like I said, it, Mitch Garrods is the artist. He, his work is very similar to, to David Aha. Um, so I'm, I'm digging mm-hmm. it so far. Aha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved the first issue and I've wanted to continue reading it. So yeah, it's real fucking good. Uh, now that I have the trade, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and throw it up on the bookshelf. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, but, uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah. No, Bendis's book. Holy shit. Is, is it Bendisy? <laughs> it is very, very Bendis. Yeah. I can only imagine. Yeah. It's it's kind of it's hard to get through. Like I read Alan Moore's book on comic book writing, and that that one itself was also very like for for the fact that it was a short book, it was super dense. Um, but this one is is very Bendis in the way that it just gets a little lost in its point a lot of the time. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah. Like it's because you read you read Bendis, and it's like okay, I see where the story is going. But every other page, it's like he's taking this weird like side route to get to what he wants to do, and it's just it's yep ugh. no nope. He's pulling a uh, Charles Dickens getting paid by word. <laughs> exactly, it seems like it. He must be. Um, <clears throat> Did you ever read uh, Stephen King's book on writing? Yes, I, I actually I'm I started that this week. Uh, I got the audiobook. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that one's really good. It is a good book. It's it's great because. You know, you can be like, oh, what was that Stephen King? Stephen King wrote a, wrote a book on writing. Uh, and then you go, oh, wait a minute. That's the title. Huh. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Pretty what a clever convenient. little thing that guy did. Yep. It's not just a clever name. I really, despite the fact that I haven't really read many of Stephen King's uh, books or stories, I respect the guy a lot. He, yeah, uh, he's great, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah, people kind of put him in the same category as kind of that schlocky airport novels, but he's got some, he's got some, he's got something going for him. Yeah. Oh, totally. He's one of my favorite authors. Yep, I agreed. Well, and I've always respected what he does for for uh young filmmakers too. It's like he so he gives away the rights to his a lot of his short stories to like film students and and like, you know, sort of independent filmmakers. He'll give them the rights for a dollar just so they can make a film, you know what I mean? Like have a a story to go from. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's he's fucking awesome. sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um no, other than that, this week I I I had a little bit of a uh a mental uh, 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 fire sale um, because I, I ran into ran into some people who were uh, talking. I, I so it started with this thread on Imager. So, uh, back to the, back to the beginning, Bendis. <laughs> <laughs> um, it started with this thread on Imager where like somebody somebody talked about uh, American Gods. Um, you know, that it was adapted from, or that it was, you know, obviously being adapted, uh, to, to television. And somebody commented on that saying that like Neil Gaiman was awesome or some shit. And then I replied to that saying, like saying that I never understood why there were so many Neil Gaiman fans out there who had never picked up Sandman or any of his comic books. And then that sparked a whole like slew of replies that were like, comic books are for kids, yada, yada, like, like comic books are for stupid people. Yeah. Never interested me, whatever. And like, I... I fucking hate that, man. <laughs> There's like nothing that I hate more than people who don't read comic books because they're comic books. You know what I mean? Well, let me uh, sure. Let me play devil's advocate just a little bit. Okay. Um, 
Neil Gaiman is probably most notably known for his novels. Absolutely. Uh, you know, no. And so, and, and so if you say something to the effect of, if you haven't read Neil Gaiman comic books, you're dumb. People might people people might be a little. Uh, but I didn't say a that. Little like, what did you say? I, what I said was I've never understood why so many uh-huh. Neil Gaiman fans don't read any of his comics. That's something I can't reconcile. I did say that's something I can't reconcile. But what that <laughs> what that means is that in my head I can't figure it out. I can't figure out why people don't read those books. No. That doesn't. That's I, not I, insulting. I, not I just, not just, everybody like wants to read a comic. You can't make them. I know. I know. I can't make them. It's just. It's the 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 reason it bothers me is that you would you don't really run into people who are like, oh, I don't watch TV shows or I don't watch movies or I don't read books. You know what I mean? Like you don't really run into people who say any of those things. But for some I, reason, you know what? You know. You know what's weird is I have run into people who are like, eh, I don't really care for music. Really? Which to me is like, what? Yeah. But, that, uh, that would piss me off just as much as somebody saying I don't read comics. Well, it doesn't piss me off because I'm not in control of their lives. They're they're they have free agency to do what they want. They do. I I don't. I, it doesn't make sense to me because music's such a huge part of my life. But I have no I have no ground to stand on to say that that's wrong and they shouldn't do it. Well, it's the reason it's hard for me is that it's not like it's a genre. You know what I mean? It's not like it's like oh yeah, comic books are superhero stories. You know what I mean? It's not a genre, but it is a very specific style. Kind of, but there's, I mean, there's, but there's such a huge range. It's just like, I mean, sure, you could say movies are are a very specific style. Sure, I, I, the guy I work with doesn't like movies. What? Literally said, I don't like movies. I like, I, I like TV because it's long form. I know a lot of people that don't like to read books at all. That's just see all Which like all of those baffles things baffles my off. mind because I read books <laughs> every day. Why does but... it piss you off? Who cares? Because it's it's a fucking it's a medium. Like it's 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 so, just... but. The, so I mean, yeah, sure, but but you know, we, what 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 what's so great is we all like stuff we like. I know, I know that it's just like it's if somebody said to me like, oh, I don't like science fiction or I don't like you know fantasy stories or this or that, like that's fine. That's a genre. That's kind of a, like a specific thing. When it's like, oh yeah, I don't watch movies or like I don't read books or any any of those things. It's like, what the f-? like that is like that is this entire like giant spectrum of like fucking you know like if you're talking about books autobiographies and science fiction and and like mystery stories and horror and like like fucking i'm sure if you i'm sure most people who would who said that i bet you a large chunk of them you could say well do you like calvin hobbs and they probably say yes you know that uh, i think you have i think you but are on something with i think you are on something with people treating comics as a genre. Well, because that's what I, I think, mean. But that's what a lot of the comics, the comments that replied to my to my comment, like when people replied to it, that's what some of them were saying is that comics are just stupid, or comics are are childish, or you know, like th- like comments like that. That I'm like, wh- what? Like that doesn't. Well, that's how that's how a lot of people do see it as a lesser form. And that's what bugs me. Just yeah, just it's unf- they're it's un- it's just the way they are. It is unfortunate, but. You know, that's but, the way they are. And if you don't, right? And you can't change. You're not going to be able to change anybody's minds. You're, mm. You, you might be able. You I mean maybe, but that's so that I, I, I agree with you that I will not be able to just like, you know, convince people. You know, oh, that that suddenly they're going to be interested in reading comics. I agree with you there, but I do think that I can open people's minds to the fact that comics aren't for stupid people. I think that that is wholeheartedly something people can do. Um. Yeah, 
because maybe and and that's the thing and, it's like and and and, uh, and and some people might just you know you might might never or but here's the other thing that it is changing we are seeing a change in that attitude we are but it's it's still like okay let's so let's let's take those examples that we've all you know had of people who don't listen to music or people who don't watch tv or people who don't watch movies or read books as far as like percentage wise it's much more prevalent with comics than it is with music tv movies or books you know what i mean well sure but comics for 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 a long time were 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 not as popular as they are now well sure but i mean the same could be said for for movies Mm -mm. yeah kind of or like or even television television took a while to actually kick off because people had to have a tv in their house and it was an expensive thing same with computers or smartphones Sure. Sort of lost. I sort of lost the directive where we were going with it. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that the the amount of people who refuse to read or even look into comics as a medium is a lot higher than people who don't read books, listen to music, or watch TV. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I I totally agree with you. Yeah. But what can you do? I know yeah. it's just that, like it's just it's a it's a problem <laughs> that I have, especially with people who read the works of somebody who writes comics, but only in other mediums, you know, and like don't like like they're like fans of that person, but don't read all of their stuff. You know what I mean? Like that's weird. To Maybe me. they don't know. Hey man, don't 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 create a fan. Don't create a fan hierarchy. I'm not creating <laughs> a hierarchy. I'm not you, like you saying just, I'm superior you, to you or anything. What no, no, no. But you are. You are saying if you're a fan of Neil Gaiman, you should have. You should also read his comics. Yeah, well, now, because you call yourself a fan, you should have also read his comics. I'm not saying that you should have. It's just weird to be like I'm not going to read his comics. I think that's odd. If you like, if mm. you're a fan of someone, because like, let's say, let's say I'm a fan of you know, like fucking I don't know Scott Snyder, and he went and wrote a movie or like wrote a play or something like that. I'd probably want to check that out. Because it's like, yeah, I like this person's works. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I got you. But at the same time, people probably don't want to give that a try. And that's fine. Should yeah. they? Maybe. Do they have to? No. I'm not saying exactly. they have to. Am I going to be mad about it? Am I going to be upset if they don't? No. I'm fine with that. You absolutely don't have to. But the the recommendations out there. Totally. And that's like, I guess the, the only, the, the, the central thing that, that frustrates me with it is the closed-mindedness. Well, I, I don't, I, and what I got from that thread was not a closed-mindedness in regards specifically to Neil Gaiman, but was just just a couple people on Imgur either trolling you or, uh, you know, just being 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 haters for haters' sake. Not right? quite. I mean, there were some people there who like, I don't know. It wasn't all trolling. Like, uh, it's I don't know. But it's and and it's the reason that it like got me so hard. It wasn't because of that one instance. It's a thing that like I've heard from people for years. You know. Yep, same here, but hmm? I, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Do what you want. I guess. I don't They're know. They're missing out. That's that's my <laughs> that's my like big sort of triggered button. That's, that's the one, huh? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> okay. I mean, again, but again, it would be the same if somebody told me they didn't like listening to music or didn't like watching movies or something like that. It would be one of those things where I'm just like, that's a little odd, like, that you would what just... What just says, what, what about someone who said, I don't like video games? Same thing. I, I'd say that's a little... And I mean, again, it's like you don't have to actively play video games or actively read comics or actively watch movies, but like to be somebody who says I'm not going to, that's a little... like that's It's just a little weird and, and a bit closed-minded with any yeah, of those things. Uh, sure. 
because I don't play video games much, but I I'm not somebody who says I don't like video games. You know, it's just like yeah, I play them every once in a while, and like I think they're cool. You know, but Dude, like I don't, I, I I don't know, man. If 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 uh, let's uh, if Rick Remender wrote a play, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't go. I think I mean yeah, I'd be I'd definitely here. be interested to go and if it was if it was like if I was able to you know like let's say he wrote a play and it was playing here in LA I'd probably go I I don't know like at least don't. that's a medium that's a medium that I don't particularly care for sure but and that's okay it's not I'm close-minded but but I mean <laughs> but are you but Matt are you saying are you sitting there saying that I'm never going to see a play that you're, no, of course you're not. Never... I, 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 I see your distinction there, and I see that someone, to, someone for someone to say I will never ever try something is maybe closed mind. It's not the right word, but or maybe it's, it is the right word, or just you know unwilling to try a new life experience. That's that's I I, 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 I can see that there's some level of unfortunate there because you know what's what's the point of life if you don't try everything or 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 explore and see what's out there. Exactly. If you only find your, if you only find yourself in your small little bubble. Um, but again, you know, I have to, uh, like, that's sort of in my character to also be the guy who says, well, Hey, if you're comfortable in that bubble and you're happy, I'm not going to, I don't, you don't want to burst it. That's fine. I just stay happy. I've always been somebody who likes seeing people like, especially with stories who likes seeing people enjoy new stories. And obviously if you're a fan of Neil Gaiman's books, you'd probably enjoy his comics. You know what I mean? Like they're cut kind of from the same cloth. And so, and it's not, it's not like a thing of me just being like, you're not a good enough fan. It's more just like if you like his books, like you would dig the shit out of his comics. Like that would be something that you would really enjoy. I can almost guarantee you. You are, you are Mr. You guys should. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah, it is, it is kind of yeah. like a motto, especially with stories, but <laughs> yeah. And you, and got, you, you, you are dot, dot, dot. a bit on the aggressive side as well. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, Oh, you like Neil Gaiman. You should check out his comics, the Sandman and death and all that is fantastic. Oh, you don't want to read it. Okay, fine. You're missing out, but I'll move on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess it just, it, it sticks in my craw a lot more than it probably should, I guess. Like anytime I hear somebody say they don't read books, I'm like, what is wrong with you? Totally. And then I get over it. Uh, I guess that's the thing is I don't get over it. I like, and I mean, because like, I look, I don't, I don't read books a ton. Like, honestly, you, both of you definitely read books more than I do. Um, But I do like, I, I listen to audiobooks from time to time and I'm not ever opposed to reading a book. You know what I mean? Like it's, uh, and here's, here's, I, I, I Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no I interrupted you. I was going to say, here's a, a similar example. Before Tom King wrote any comics, he wrote a book called A Once Crowded Sky that's not available in an audiobook, which, like, to me, I'm like, fuck, that's a bummer. But at the same time, I, I ordered his book because, like, fucking Tom King, dude, like, I think is a genius writer. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'll read his book, even if it, you know, isn't, like, the medium that I know him in or, or like reading most. I still ordered his book. So I'm like, shit, I'm definitely going to check that out because I... I'm always satisfied with him. And same with like Scott Snyder. He has that uh, Voodoo Heart, the collection of like short stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even a horror fan. And it's a book full of horror short stories. Um, but I, I ordered that shit because I was like, fuck, it's Scott Snyder, man. You know? Mm-hmm. And same with like, yeah. I don't know, like uh, all sorts of things. When people start crossing well, mediums. I'm, and Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, oh, it was written by this person. I loved this that I read by them or saw by them. And sure, I'll try this out. And 
most of the times I don't like it. Yeah. But I gave it a shot. <laughs> yeah, and it happens. Like like for instance, you know, Brian K. Vaughn created Under the Dome. I never had any interest in watching that show before, but then I found out that he created it, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to give that a try. Well, well you a, know what a, you should do is read the book by Stephen King. Yeah, Jason. Yeah. That's well, what you should well, do. Yeah, when I said create, I guess I, I meant created the, the TV series. Yeah. It wasn't bad. I watched it. It was all right. Yeah. Not great. Not terrible. I was just pulling a Jason there, by the way. <laughs> I'll probably. I mean, I probably will read the book by Stephen <laughs> King too. Eventually, I do need to sort of take the deep dive into into to the kingery of it all. It's a here's the tricky part with Stephen King is it's deep dive doesn't quite cut it. Like uh, uh, Marianas Trench Dive, it's a little closer. <laughs> he does have a lot of books. He's got a lot of books, and they're very long. And some are good, and some are some are not good. Not good. <laughs> Yeah. What's what are get... what are some of the the ones that I should avoid? Tommy knockers. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a book that I would never read just by its title. It's a pretty cool concept, but the book just drags. I have a hard time with books that have dumb titles. Like there's like John Grisham is an author I've enjoyed a few times, but like Tommy knockers is a there's a reason for that title, and it's kind of a cool one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just well, kind of dry. It's not the best. Yeah. Uh, his Dark Tower series is pretty good if you can get through book four. Yeah, I definitely recommend Dark Tower. Book four. Book four oh, book, so much reading. There's like, how many, how many books are there? Nine, <laughs> eight, eight or nine? Holy uh, shit. More than that. Thirteen? I think there's like, yeah, around thirteen. Uh, yeah, I think you're right, actually. Uh, there might even books. be fourteen. Yeah, the first three Dark Tower books are amazing. And then book four kind of does like a previously on or a two weeks you know two weeks earlier type deal and it's just oof, it's rough it's, it's <laughs> yeah it's hard to get through it is yeah uh but then uh moving forward after that it gets good again huh um but it's you know that's a huge that's a huge time commitment if you're gonna do that much of a time commitment i don't know dresden dresden files yeah i and that's the thing like with any with any especially book series with almost every book series i'm going to listen to it instead of reading it because like that much time of just like sitting and holding a book and not doing anything else will drive me absolutely insane just gotta get the right book man just gotta try it (laughs) see and i could do that all day and i have done that all day you should read a book just sit and read a book, Jason. Well, that's yeah, the thing is, I can read. Book. I can sit and read a book. You can read. I can read. I can no, read. You guys, I, like I can sit and read a book. But once it becomes three or four books, I just I just start thinking about the amount of time that I'm like not doing other things that I should be like getting done. You know what I mean? In terms of like writing or drawing or like various projects I'm working on. You know, like fixing the damn website for our podcast and like all that shit. No, I, I, I hear you, man. I, I, I do I do very much like the audiobook format because I can do something else at the same time. Exactly. And I, I'm the opposite. And I, I prefer, highly value sitting yeah, and reading a book. I need a physical book yep. to sit there and I read. Love, I love... Also, that's that's one of my favorite things to do, so... Well, that's why I like... But that's why I like it's, comics. Well, it's the exact same... It's the exact same thing. Literally. It's the exact same thing, but it's the... the what I mean is that the stories... The, you know, the story arcs and stuff are a little shorter, typically... That's what chapters are for, man. Chapters. Yeah. That's fair. But the cha- but a chapter is not a full story arc though. No. It's a, it's a long form. Yeah. And that's why I like like I I like a trade paperback. <laughs> well, cuz like comics are a long form story story too, but like let's say with Saga, I can read volume 1 of Saga and that is a full story arc. 
It's that short attention span of those goddamn millennials. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not the short attention span. <laughs> what it is is that as soon as I'm done it's reading that, up on Jason. I've got tons of other things I, that I, I feel like I need to be doing. Right. So yeah, and, chapter, and we're, maybe two, we're and agreeing else. with you and keeping it light, and you're super defensive. <laughs> I know. I, I, I get a it's little It's okay. Defensive. Here's my favorite part. I can read. I can read. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I can read. (laughs) Easy, Tiger. Easy, Tiger. (laughs) Fuck you guys. Oh, that's funny. Well, you got any more ketchup? Uh, No, that's pretty much it. Let's let's move into the attack Matt and Rachel part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. No, I mean, I think that's a... I think that's a... I still... uh, Joking aside, that's, you know, it's a good topic to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely a point of contention and... In the uh, world of uh, media, so. totally, and it's one yeah. like this is the thing is like in in my life I can never see myself giving up the fight to get more people to read comics. Great, yeah. Take that fucking take that sword out of the from the lady in the pond. <laughs> yeah. Do I have to take a sword out of the stone first before I can take the one out of the pond? No, no. It's just some strange woman in pond distributing swords will uh, will give you uh, your your. Uh, your prime directive well but arthur in the king arthur story though he did take the sword out of the stone first right and then break it and then had to get excalibur out of the pond oh i don't know i was just trying to quote money python oh (laughs) i thought you were quoting king arthur (laughs) well that's where it's from but yeah i i I, strange women strange women in ponds distributing swords is not a yeah what is what's the rest of the line it's not a everybody's screaming at me on their ipods (laughs) method for determining government do you think people are still using ipods to listen to us i I did for a long time, but it's an iPod Touch, so it looks like a phone. <laughs> You're like, yeah, no, my phone's just not working. Uh, uh, it's not because we left the Wi-Fi range. It's just I, I just decided to turn it off. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I call my phone my iPod. It's kind of the same thing. Uh, yeah, that's fair. It's kind of a it's a yeah, term that, that you older millennials use. Yeah, um, it's not an iPod anymore, Dad. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, Richie, you wanna, 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 uh, you wanna let us know if Easy you, there. that you can, you, uh, you, you wanna, wanna, hey, uh, uh, you wanna, if you, uh, do you, Rachel, um, can you, uh, it's like, uh, you wanna, it's like that, it's like that video with the kid who's like, did you oh, ever yeah. think you could want to, if you could, if, 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 if you could want to, uh, do, 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 do better then, or whatever that, yeah. it's the fucking greatest video of all time. Fact, I'm gonna find it right now. Matt, Matt and I have the same <laughs> habit of like starting to say something and then getting a little bit ahead of ourselves and having to like back up and figure out what we're saying, and so we end up just going, uh, if, uh, um, and then, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, you do. You're, uh, you're, you're much more concise, Rachel. You're usually, you're a lot more directed in your speaking. Well, that's because I think about it very clearly in my head beforehand. So when it does come out of my mouth, it's not a jumbled mess. She's like, I don't shit out of my mouth like you guys do. That that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. That, oh my god that kid is my goddamn hero that is Matt <laughs> <laughs> that kid is my spirit animal he is god I love it 
What's uh, oh boy? What's what's in your uh, series of pickets that uh, you're not going to put under a toilet seat, Rachel? Under a toilet seat? Have you never done that? What? what? That was a prank I used to pull in uh, elementary school. I'd I'd get ketchup packets and and squeeze them in half. I'm saying packets weird. I don't know why. Anyway, um, packets. Yeah, I was I was saying packets. <laughs> Pickets? Yeah, I don't know why. You got any of those pickets around? <laughs> it must be that weird, like, California thing that happens to people. They start speaking like a fucking idiot. Um, but uh, the ketchup packets, I used to get them and I'd, I'd <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fold them in half. <laughs> I'd fold them in half and put them under a toilet seat uh, in my in my school's bathroom so that when people sat on them, the ketchup packets would explode all over their legs. It's a really no, cruel you- thing oh, to do. Oh, <laughs> that is awful. It's really cruel. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I've I've never <laughs> done that. <laughs> it's making me laugh, but like I I do like I do regret doing that so much. Uh yeah, no, I was a I was a fucking idiot as a kid. Oh boy. Anyway, what's uh what's in your ketchup uh, packets that are going to remain safely near food? Um I'm just pulling up the writer and all that of this, so I'm actually prepared. Rachel, you... Um, God, you're my fucking hero, Rachel. (laughs) So, I read the DC Rebirth of Dead Man. (gasps) What did you think? Uh, It's actually... It's not what I thought it would be. How so? It's, It's not like... It doesn't start out with Dead Man being the main character, really. It's this other girl who moves into this haunted mansion and she's like basically psychic so she can see all the ghosts in the mansion but Mm -hmm. dead man got lured there by another girl crying out for help and now he's trapped in the mansion oh shit so this girl's now trying to help him get out of the mansion and finding out what other dark spirits are haunting the mansion so it's it's pretty good uh it's written by sarah vaughn which i've never heard of yeah i've never heard of her either I saw that. Isn't it like a, a a prestige format? Like it's it's gonna be like four issues, and they're all like sixty pages or some shit. Like yeah, it was pages. pretty long, but obviously I I don't mind that. But um, I love the cover art. Oh, that's the I cover art was beautiful. Like post, yeah, like even the art inside is just gorgeous. Sarah Vaughn. That name actually sounds really familiar to me. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm, I I'm trying heard to scratch my brain for it. It's called Dead Man Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that that cover is fucking gorgeous. It's beautiful. I love it. Is it uh, the same about interior it. artist as the is the cover and interior is written by the same person? Or I mean, sorry, the cover um, and interior is drawn by the same person? Uh the cover is done by Stephanie Hans and the illustrator mm, is Hans? Lon Medina. Huh. Which I've never heard of any of these people. But even yeah, the either. inside art is, it's not fantastic, but I don't mind it. Oh, gotcha. It, yeah, that's how some of those grainy. series tend to be. Oh, yeah. Sarah Vaughn is the creator of Alex and Ada. Oh, yes. really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's well, also, so there's also a Zara. What? No. I was just going to say, what? there's also a Sarah Vaughn <laughs> who was a jazz singer back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. I don't think this is her. That's interesting. She's only the only uh, other comic that I can find from Sarah Vaughn is Alex and Ada. I wonder if she's done anything else besides this. Wow, because I love Alex and Ada. Yeah, so I didn't know that was the same same girly. 
Yeah. Oh, and a pair. Oh, so she, I think she was the artist on Alex and Ada, actually. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Alex and Ada was, was uh, written by uh, Jonathan Luna. So, yeah, she, oh, wait. No, she was a co-writer? Okay. Okay. Her and Jonathan Luna uh, co-created it, but she was the writer. But apparently she's also an artist. Nice. Yeah. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Huh. Well, would you but, look at that? Yeah. I've I've only read book one here, but it's pretty awesome if you like ghost stories. Yeah, that's cool. That's fucking dope. I when I saw that there was that a new fucking dead man story came out, I was like, oh well, Rachel Rachel's got this handled. Oh yes, he's <laughs> he's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently, like, DC is doing that, so it's it's apparently going to be, like, a, a sort of prestige format series, which is something they used to do back in, like, the 80s and 90s. That's what, like, Dark Knight Returns was, for instance. Um, oh, wow. Apparently, they're starting to do that more, so they've got, like, a... I can't remember the other one that I saw that's uh, that started coming out, but yeah, they're apparently doing a bunch of these, which is sick. I love, like... With some of those characters, they really shouldn't have, like, an ongoing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, as much as I love dead man uh an ongoing series with him would get kind of dull yeah he he's much better in justice league dark where it's just more of a team up totally or when he does just team up with one other character it's always so much better (laughs) than just his solo run yeah i mean it's almost like like an improv act you know you kind of a lot of times have sort of the the straight man and and the fucking wacky guy because either one of them on their own don't work quite as well yeah, because yeah. he's, he's a little more serious, so he kind of needs somebody else with him. Yeah. Which is kind of why I'm glad they introduced this girl as sort of a main character, so it's not just him, because she's actually the main character, it seems. That's cool. I kind of like that, because yeah. he, he's a fascinating character to have as sort of the subject of the story rather than the protagonist. Yes, 100% agree with that. Huh. Well, that's freaking cool. What uh, what else you got in your uh, bottle? Um, I did watch Supergirl premiere today. Oh, how was it? I loved it, and I absolutely love the guy that plays uh, Superman. Yeah, was he good? He's so good, <laughs> like so good. Really? Yeah, I was pretty shocked because he's a good Superman and he's a good dorky clark kent i heard i read i think i saw something on the internet said that that's it was a better superman than the one in the movie yeah. oh yeah i saw that same article that's funny that's cool yeah I, I uh now i really want to see it like obviously i was gonna watch it either way but now i'm pretty stoked because it's it's been a while since i've really like seen a superman that's fucking dope so yeah. when are they gonna put batman in the tv shows uh i mean they have gotham no, but that's not the Supergirl, the uh, the CW-verse. I think there's still an embargo on being able to do that. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I, I kind of wondered about that as well, if it's just they don't have the rights. They have the rights. I mean, because it's, it's all owned by, by Warner Brothers. You know, like the CW is a joint venture between Warner Brothers and, and uh, CBS. They have yeah. the rights. It's just that... Um, DC Films, you know, like, and, and Warner Brothers has basically given DC Films full reign of actual Batman stuff. But not Superman. But, but not, I mean, and for a while it was with Superman, like in, in the Supergirl TV show for season one, they were like, no, we're not going to show Superman. Um, but that, I think that might have actually been more of a creator decision rather than 
uh, studio. Right. Yeah, which I'm glad they did not do that for the first season. Yeah, because they wanted to put her on her feet. Yeah, and now them, you know, teaming up is actually pretty fun to watch. I I'm really excited to see how that how that sort of dynamic is in that show because it is a good dynamic when done right. Yeah, and and it, they did it well. They play off each other very well. It's really good chemistry. Oh yay! And there's some mention of Luther in it lex lex is mentioned what (laughs) see and then so apparently so they they're not actually folding that show into the uh you know earth earth prime or whatever of the cw universe right they're keeping it on its own world yeah yeah they're keeping it separate but they said that they were still gonna do some crossovers yeah because i so i heard i'm i'm kind of wondering how that's gonna work out It'll, I mean, I'm sure it'll just be more multiversal shit. I mean, if the Flash proved anything, it was that you can change Earths multiple times in a season and, and still be just fine. Yeah, that's true. Um, But uh, so apparently, from what I heard, they're going to do a musical crossover between the Flash and Supergirl this season. And then they are also going to do a four-way crossover between Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, and Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, I knew about the four-way one, but a musical one, huh? Because apparently, I mean, Grant Gustin was on Glee, and apparently so was uh, Melissa Benoist. Yeah, I hated Glee. But yeah, I, never I loved the the musical episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. There we go. <laughs> I, mean, I, they, I mean, in terms of, like, target audience, all of these shows are kind of after the same exact target audience that Buffy was, so. Yeah, that's true. I, I can see I, it I working. I think it could, yeah, I could see it working and be a lot of fun, yeah. or it could just be really embarrassing and horrible to watch. <laughs> so i think it could go either way <laughs> fair i uh i don't know I've, I've never been excited to read a or or sorry read to watch a, a musical before but this is like the first time that i've ever been so i'm 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 cool with it yeah i'm totally okay with it why not <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah yeah what else you got for us um i have Another thing which kind of ties in to Matt's ketchup as well, because we went and saw it together. Ketchup party, it was oh, a ketchup party. Fuck. Was that shit? What? Damn it. What? It's already out of uh, theaters, isn't it? What are you talking about? The thing you saw. Well, we went and saw Shin Godzilla. Yeah, that's what I was asking about. No, it's yesterday was the first day. It's going to go for, the, I think, the rest of the week. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought I it was just it, a one-day release. I think release. it should still be there. No. No, because there was other showings this week. Okay, here, cool. At least. Anyway, keep going on sh- on Shin Godzilla. 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 <laughs> I, I, I don't know. And Matt and I kind of talked about this, and we sort of feel the same way about it. We don't know if we liked it. <laughs> okay. That, yeah, that's 100% accurate. I, I, <laughs> I woke up this morning like... I don't know if I like that movie or not, and I can't <laughs> figure out it at all because there's a lot of stuff that's really fun about that movie and a lot of stuff that was, what the fuck is happening right now? Yeah, there was a lot that was just fun and lighthearted and really funny, and then some of it was like, what? Yeah. This is weird and like really heavy political stuff. <laughs> which and... I kind of, which I liked that, but I, I don't know, man. It was just weird. Like, 
I don't know. It's like uh, it's getting super good reviews, and I think that there's a filter. I think a lot of mm-hmm. that sounds that sounds pretentious to me. It's to true, say, though. but but I think there's a filter of people like, no, it's from Japan. It's going to be good. People, but in terms of like critics, they tend to just review international films a bit more favorably. Yeah, because I don't. There was a lot of it that was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just it was weird. Godzilla looked wrong. Really? Yeah, he looked. He looked. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't look good. This, the weird. CG was really bad. Ugh. I mean, the, the 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 level of CG that that kids can do on their laptops now is better than the stuff they used in this movie. Oh, he's yeah. Uh. Yeah. So that was unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it's weird. But yeah. then there was also like a bunch of parts where I laughed, and like the first ten or fifteen minutes of it, I was hundred percent sold. It was pretty damn funny. Yeah, same here. There were a lot of really good jokes in it. I mean, it was, it's, I don't know. I, it, it, it warrants a second viewing uh, on DVD in my own home. Yes. And it would be, and it, and it might warrant a viewing without subtitles, with dubbing. Mm. Um, just so you can really focus on what's going on, because it's a really fast-paced movie. And there's a lot to digest in short amounts of time, and you have to read it all real quick. Oh, and, that's kind of... Uh, it can yeah. get distracting. I mean, I, 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 I understand the value of you know, subtitles because you can hear the original language spoken, but it definitely takes a little bit more processing power. Um, and Starts this one to in particular was... Hard, your, uh, your RAM. Well, it's so fast. This movie's like, this movie's like one long montage almost. And Yeah, they, they talk really fast. The cut scenes are really fast. Yeah, so there's a lot of stuff about it that I thought was really cool, like... The whole film style is really, really quick paced, fast cuts left like all over the place. You got to keep up. And that's, I really, I appreciated that immensely about the film. But uh, I think it was also, it did start to take a toll a little bit. Um, Yeah. It, after a while, it just feels really long and really boring. And I hit a point where I'm like, is is this done yet? Have they got him? Jeez. <laughs> yeah. But I mean I, I absolutely recommend it. It's 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 interesting enough and different enough that it's well worth a viewing. Yes, I, I do agree with that. And especially the second viewing in the comfort of your own home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with Where you, have you, your know, own you can call you, you can call me a dumb American if you want, but a a, a dubbed viewing would be preferable to the so the other problem with the subtitles was the subtitles were overlaid on top of the subtitle in the movie in Japanese of the character titles. How do I phrase that? So there's a shot. It's a guy. The Japanese subtitle underneath the guy is letting you know what the title of that character is. Like he's the secretary general of agriculture, right? Mm. So that's in white in Japanese in the bottom of the screen. I assume it, that's what it says. Then the English dubbing at the top of the screen says the translation of what's at the bottom. So the bottom says, in Japanese, Secretary General. Up at the top of the screen, in, in English, it says, in yellow, Secretary General. And then he's talking, and his words are, are overlaid on top of the Japanese words at the bottom of the screen in yellow. Oh, Jesus Christ. And so you yeah. have to catch... Part of the whole thing about it is like catching his 
what the, everybody's titles are because everybody's got titles, but you have to, you're, you can't pay attention to that because you have to read what's going on at the bottom of the screen to follow the dialogue that's overlaid on top of Japanese characters. So it's, it's and and they're talking super fast and they're talking super fast. So it's like it's it's you know I've watched plenty of movies with subtitles and this was easily one of the most challenging ones I've ever tried to keep up with. Yeah. Because there's so much going on and it's so fast. Ugh. So it absolutely lends itself to a dubbing. Um, so then you could you, you could you could try reading less and getting a chance to pay attention to the movie more. And maybe that's like ninety five percent of what I needed to really get more out of this film was uh, to not be tired after work. Try to focus on subtitles. Yeah, that that was pretty rough, and I did doze off a few times. Yeah, I may. I may end up just uh, holding off until there's a dubbed version. <laughs> that was cool. I don't know. Godzilla was all right. I, I was really hoping for a dude in a suit, and I didn't get that. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I really wanted. That's what we thought it was. Yeah, I thought I read somewhere that it was actually going to be a dude in a suit again, and I was really excited for have that. have a bunch of miniatures running away. Yeah, exactly, but it wasn't. Yeah, I think it actually would have been better. I think so, too. The CG was a little off, a little off-putting. Ugh. Yeah, but I don't know. It, it was still cool. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's the thing. It was still cool, and I really like the sort of the symbolism they're going for in the movie, and the the how they deal like tackle international relationships and stuff is really cool. Yeah, they do make a lot of jokes about the U.S. that yeah, are do. pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I mean that's at least enjoyable then. Oh, and I do just quickly have to bring up because I might be the only person excited about it here. But the new trailer for the Power Rangers movie is incredible. I'm actually excited for it. I haven't seen the trailer, but I've been excited to see it when it comes out. I was not a Power Rangers fan at all growing up. I thought Power Rangers was like the dumbest thing in the entire world. Just So I'm just dropping that caveat. But I did watch the trailer and I was like, hey, that looks pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. No, it looks so good. Yeah, it looks fun. It looks so good, and I love Power Rangers. It looks like uh, it looks like Ninja Turtles fun. Yeah, with some kind of chronicle. A little chronically, yeah. yeah totally, I was, got that vibe too. Yeah, a little darker. Yeah, it is a little darker. So, but I just wanted to throw that out there that it's awesome. And Brian Cranston's the big dude. What's his name? Oh, uh, starts with a Z. Zardoz. Just kidding. Zardon. 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 And so that, uh, uh, that one guy is uh, the robot. What's his name? The guy who did BB-8. Oh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Yes, that guy. That's freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah, so it looks really cool. I just had to throw that out there because yeah. I'm really excited. Yep, no, nope. <laughs> I'll, I'll jump on board with that. Uh, surprising myself, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little surprised as well. No, it looks fun. Yeah. I don't know. I'm into it. I'm into big movies with giant robots and stuff. That sounds cool. Hell yeah. Well, just the, the TV show is so campy and stupid. I couldn't get into it. Uh, well, I have uh, the original Super Sensei on DVD. Oh, yeah? Which is the actual Japanese show that they took all the footage from. Oh, really? Yeah. That's it's, funny. It's nothing like that, but it's a lot of fun. That's cool. They pulled the... They did, they did the MXC. I don't know what that I is. I love you know MXC, MXC is? so much. MXC is the greatest show of all time. It's the fucking MXC's best. MXC it's a weird Japanese game show that they imported to oh. and just dubbed all wrong. And it's the yeah, greatest. Okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. They just stole all the fight scenes yeah. and put it in Power Rangers. Or, or, or what? Yeah. Or what's that movie? What is that movie with, uh, 
the kung fu movie, uh, and they they took old kung fu movies and they spliced them and they like digitally inserted the main character in, and added bad dubbing and kung fury or no kung kung, kung fury. fury didn't take anything from anything else. It no, made no, no, all no. Of its own it's stuff. not kung. It's uh, it's not kung fury. It's uh, god damn it. Does it have kung fu in the? Yeah, some kung oh, fu kung type Pao? name thing. No. Yeah, Kung Pao Enter the Chicken. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. It. That movie's okay, fantastic. About now. And it's all the old Kung Fu movies d- edited in and dubbed and stuff, and it's just like makes no sense, and it's super funny. Yeah, I. And there's that, and there's and there's that, there's that that woman, and all she says is meow 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 meow. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking that love Kung Pao. Kung Pao is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's so funny. I completely forgot about that movie. It's such a brilliant movie. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch that again because that was just good, just great. It is, and I guess I have to watch the Grizzly Project. Yeah, you gotta watch the Grizzly Project. So yeah. Rachel, Rachel sent a message saying, "I'm like a tranquilized bear. I might fall asleep or attack. You never know." <laughs> uh-huh. So I responded with a picture of uh, Grizzly Man, the Grizzly suit guy, not Grizzly Man, but the guy who, the Project Grizzly guy who built a bear suit. So the documentary is called Project Grizzly. And it's a guy who tried to. His goal was to build a suit that would be that would withstand a bear attack. Huh. Um, just some weird backwaters dude in Canada. So he builds this suit, and there's like a good chunk of the movie is him developing this thing, and he's going out and all these different. Uh, I'm going to survive you know, a mark, bear attack, eh? Mark, mark like Mark two, Mark three, Mark four, and he's like it's, testing him. By, it's like Iron Man. <laughs> it is, but he's testing. He's he's testing him by like. Uh, like, you know, he puts the suit on and he, like, has his buddies, like, beat him with baseball bats. What or he puts the, oh the suit God. on and he, like, stands in front of a car and the car hits him going 40 miles per hour. Or he, oh like, God. puts the suit on and, like, launches himself <laughs> off cliffs and stuff. I mean, it's the craziest thing you've ever oh seen. Oh, my God. I have to see it. <laughs> it's Jesus so Christ. good. It's, 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 like, <laughs> and then it, it's like shitty backwoods Canadian redneck Iron Man. It's amazing. It's so weird. Slash jackass. But Yeah, slash jackass. <laughs> Please tell but me there's an Obadiah the, Stane that steals his suit technology. No, because it's a documentary. So I know, but a, I wish there was one in real life. So anyway, so he gets uh, he finally builds his Mark whatever, like the, the 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 ultimate bear suit, and he puts it on, but he can't move in it. It's just like too big to move around in. <laughs> oh my god! So so he goes out into the middle of the f- this field, puts the bear suit on the ground. They have to like drive it out there and like prop it up onto the ground. <laughs> He climbs and he climbs inside of it. And they put the helmet on, and then he literally just stands in a field with the suit on, with bears around, for hours, just seeing if one of the bears will attack him, <laughs> and they oh never do. Oh my god! So, <laughs> it's so great. Wow! It is one of the greatest, like most bizarre sort of snapshots of <laughs> some weird dudes doing weird shit in the middle of nowhere, and uh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah, Grizzly Project. Check yeah, it out. It's I want to watch well it. Well worth your time. Yeah, now I really want to see that. It's so good. Sounds amazing. It's so good. Uh, I guess we'll. I guess that'll be that'll that'll segue into my catch yes. up here. Yeah, give it to us. Um, I finished the initial Bendis Spider Man run. It was 143 issues. Oh my god! Um, wow. Yeah, and uh, at the end of that is when the Ultimate Wave. What's it called when Magneto unleashes the, the oh. big wave and that takes out New York? What is it? Ulta, uh, 
Ultimatum? Ultimatum. Maybe it's Ultimatum. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, that's when like Peter Parker quote-unquote dies. Yeah. He does not die in that one. There's another run after that one that came after just like a little bit later. Well, there's an Ultimatum 2 issue after that one that's like dealing with them trying to find trying to figure out what happened to Peter Parker. And Captain America digs him out of the the ground and it's good 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 heartwarming moment. And then there's another run that's probably 40 issues after it uh with still by Bendis but with a different artist and I really don't like the artist because it's a it's just an absolute art style change which kind of takes me out of the story a little bit. Yeah, I hear you there. Um it's it's very anime style and I don't I'm not into it. No, that's not my jams. Yeah. Uh so, so I thought I was done. I'm not done yet. Still got a, <laughs> still got a little ways to go. Uh but word on the street is this is the one that Peter Parker dies in at the end of. So, almost there, getting there. I just want to say something cuz last week, last week uh when we talked about it, you were under the impression that I had spoiled how he died. But he's not dead yet. But he's not dead yet. So who knows? <laughs> okay, good point. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad we brought that <laughs> back up. <laughs> All I'm saying is just just remember that because Matt Matt still thinks that I spoiled the ending. So uh, you you may or may not have. I don't know yet. You've you've spoiled things for me before. I spoiled a big one for Jason. Remember when uh, we were talking about the Star Wars books and he was t- saying he's reading them and I was like, oh, did you get to one where Chewie died? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. fuck <laughs> you, dude. <laughs> I literally no, I haven't I haven't read any of them me. since then. <laughs> That's funny. No, Jason was like, I was, it was when we were going to cosplay night, and I was wearing my Hogwarts uniform, my Slytherin Hogwarts uniform. He's like, I'll just be one of the Weasley twins. What's the one that didn't die? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> I remember that. I felt like such a dick. Like when you when you looked at me that way, I was like, uh, I mean. <laughs> Kidding. No, I, I could I could tell that you felt bad because I'm like one of them dies and you're like no no they're they're fine. <laughs> it's all jokes. Yeah, I'm no, Mr. Jokester. No, no backpedaling on that one. <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I felt super bad. <laughs> that was one of the few uh, moments in a book that I was like brought to tears. Yeah, well, I've cried a lot during Harry Potter. I cried my eyes out uh, at the end of the Yearling. Oh, that's horrible. That's like the worst story ever. That movie was soul crushing. It was. I remember reading it when I was a kid. My mom came in and I was just like, <laughs> like a, a snotty, goobering mess. And she's like, it's okay. It's just a book. And I was like, it's not just a book. It's a deer. Um, yeah, that was tragic. That's funny. Uh, no, no, my, 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 uh, my catch up, uh, other than. A little bit of Spider-Man begins and ends with uh, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, and a little Tomb Raider with some Tomb Raider sprinkled Tell on Tell us about it. Well, we finally got the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider for PlayStation. Finally. Took a year. <laughs> but it paid off because they released it. The 20th anniversary edition is released with the remastered original game. The, like, upgraded with it, like... The definitive edition of Tomb Raider. So you get the first game for PlayStation 4. You get all the DLC. You get two additional levels that weren't in the Xbox. It's like a huge, complete 20th anniversary package. 
So it's like easily the best 60 bucks I've ever spent on a game. Huh. I'm uh, so jealous and I'm so excited to go buy it on Friday. <laughs> it's so good. It's such an awesome game. It's it's everything I've ever wanted. Exploration, uh, fun combat. There's a lot of wilderness survival. You got to do some do some do some crafting um and it's just the best it's great love it a plus every star <laughs> every every star possible is uh granted upon tomb raider all the stars every single one of them you're just dancing with those stars aren't you mm-hmm. uh no but this is i mean it's this is the thing is like you know rachel and i was you know talking about it uh tomb raiders we 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 both decided that Tomb Raider was our favorite franchise. Yes, definitely. And uh this this game just delivers completely. And I've you know, I had to wait a year and it it was even that was worth it cuz it's just awesome. I've I've Can't heard good things. Say anything better about it cuz that's All I can do is high, just high sit here and wait for Friday so I can finally sit and play it all weekend yep rachel's just staring at the pause screen on my tv yep he's got it just playing right here just paused <laughs> i'm like god damn it i just want to play it it's friday uh but no i don't have much else other than that it's uh, that i love it and it's an exceptional game and it's a lot of fun to play and uh that's yep <laughs> and, super and yep it's super hooray no, but that's that's what I got. Well, that's fucking dope. Uh, yep, yep. I don't think I can. I don't, I don't think I need to go go further into top trying to top myself. <laughs> I uh, so you guys remember last week that I uh, I, I spoke very highly of uh, the rebirth issue of Teen Titans, right? Yes. Vaguely. So I'm just kidding. Yes, I do. <laughs> so I, I again again I won't go off on a side tangent about Teen Titans. Um, uh huh. But received some sad Teen Titans-related news this week. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, indeed. Um, so this week, the uh, the news came out that uh, my boy John... John Boy Myers is uh, leaving the book after issue three. Oh. Yeah. Is there a reason? Creative differences. Oh, that sucks. Yep. So as soon as I got really excited for a book again, and that's the thing is like John John's a fantastic artist, and I love his his style. And like like I said, I met him at uh, Long Beach Comic Con, and he's going to be on uh, uh, either this show or that might be cool um, at some point in the next few months once he announces what he's actually working on. Um, Hot damn for his next project! Woo. Yeah, and he, I mean he's really dope. Like he's an awesome dude, and I love his art. And so I was like super stoked to keep reading this story because fuck, like it, it looks and and reads really well. Um, and you just love those Teen Titans. And I just love just the Teen love Titans. Them. But now I'm like, shit, who are they going to replace him with? Because like, he has a really unique style. And so, I don't know, man. Well, you know what? Well, to be, they, you know, we, we all thought that about AHA and his Hawkeye run, but they replaced him with someone who kind of did, uh, did a service to that style, right? Yeah, well, yeah. And I mean, Ramon Perez, I, I don't know. That was also kind of a disservice to Ramon Perez because he, he has his own style that's really awesome. Um, but, uh, but I don't know. I just like, I, I, especially because like, I feel like I sort of, you know, like after, after talking to John about Teen Titans and like kind of the ideas that he had for it and stuff, if he's got creative differences on that book with the writer, then I'm, I'm almost in my head. I'm like, well, I feel like 
I might favor him over uh, over the writer. Sure. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm hesitant about what direction they might be going in if it was severe enough to cause the artist to leave the book. Have they announced any sort of replacement? They haven't yet. It was a very, like, I think it was a pretty sudden thing. It sounded, and I, I don't want to speculate too much because I don't want to make anyone sound, you know, like, uh, uh, bad or anything like that. But, it, I mean, it sounds like it was probably something that, that happened fairly quickly over one issue when they were trying to get the script hammered out. Um, and so I, it was quick, but I don't think uh, that they've announced a new artist. I'm going to look up right now to see if they have. Um, oh. Yep, they have announced. So, let's see. Koi Fam? Is that uh, the name? Koi? Yeah, K-H-O-I. Let's see, I'm looking I'm looking up the art just to see what uh, what kind of similarity his art style has. So, apparently he's been working at uh, Marvel for a little while. He or she. He, probably. And... This Dead Space, brought to you by... Um wikipedia i know yeah um okay so he's got he's got a fairly similar style to john but at the same time it is different okay but his his stuff does look pretty good no i i googled him here and his art looks pretty good like really good yeah he's got like some invincible pieces here some avenger stuff okay okay koi wonder woman looks all's 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 well in the world yeah yeah it looks good that okay i see that wonder woman piece you're looking at that does look pretty good yeah that looks Awesome. I love that. Yeah, okay. And he seems like a fan. Like, he's got a piece that's got all the Robins in one picture, so he's probably a Teen Titans fan. Yeah, I saw that, too. Okay, all right. So, so it'll, it'll, it'll be okay. I'll give him a chance. <laughs> we'll see. Um, and I do, I mean, Ben Percy is the writer, and he's been writing uh, Green Arrow, the new Green Arrow run, which has been really good, so. Oh, okay. I do also yeah, trust I've, him. I've enjoyed the new Green Arrow. Yeah, me too. So that's good, but... uh. No, I did. I did also want to bring up this uh, this a couple of things in terms of like new uh, new comics that I'm super stoked for. Um, you guys have heard this of this uh, young animal imprint that DC has uh, with Vertigo, right? No, no. So it's a comics imprint that is uh, run by Gerard Way of uh, My Chemical Romance and Umbrella Academy uh, notoriety. So okay. they're calling it a pop-up imprint. It's like they've got like four or five different uh, books on there. And it's kind of like the it's the area of the DC Vertigo universe for like really, really weird sort of like off-brand stuff. And so they're publishing like a Doom Patrol, a new Doom Patrol series. Um, they're doing uh, a book called Cave Carson Has a Cybernetic Eye, which looks fucking ridiculous and super fun. Um but they've got this new book coming out called Mother Panic, which is uh, written by Jody Hauser, uh, who did like Faith, um, and she's done a bunch of um, different work for like Valiant, and then illustrated by Tommy Lee Edwards, who's almost like the middle ground between um, Declan Shalvey and uh, Sean Murphy. And so okay. like the the art looks really good. If you want to look up Mother Panic, you can kind of see it. But just check out this solicit and tell me what you think, because it like it sounds pretty fucking dope to me. Uh, solicit reads meet violet page a 
celebutante with a bad attitude and a temper to match, uh, who no one suspects of having anything lying beneath the surface of her outrageous exploits. But Violet isn't just another bored uh, heiress in the upper echelons of Gotham City's elite. Motivated by her traumatic youth, Violet seeks to exact vengeance on her privileged peers as the terrifying new vigilante known only as Mother Panic. So it's almost like this Green Arrow-y Batman-type thing where she's like doing this whole Robin Hood thing with a fucking kick-ass suit. Yeah, no, I I think that actually sounds pretty interesting. And what I pulled up here on the art looks awesome. Looks fucking sick, right? It it looks like something I would be into. It kind of does. And like even like if you look at her face there on the cover, she kind of she kind of looks like a, a little more goth version of Rachel. Yeah, she has, that's me in high school. <laughs> Minus the cape. Actually, I guess she does have a cape. Huh. I wish I had a cape in high school. <laughs> I love that like all white outfit though, with like the helmet and shit. Looks fucking sweet. Yeah, I do too. No, I, I definitely want to check this one out. That yeah. looks pretty cool. And it does like, don't you think it looks like the perfect crossroad between Sean Murphy and uh, Declan Shalvey, who did like Warren Ellis's Moon Knight and uh, that Deadpool little run? Yeah, it's fucking. No, I totally agree. Fucking cool. It, I want to check it out. Yeah. Anyway, that's been uh, comics that Jason is excited for. Oh, one more thing. Scott Snyder uh, is, has revamped American Vampire for a short time with an American Vampire anthology series. Mm. Each issue is 80 pages. And listen to the lineup oh of writers. Uh, so and, and artists, actually. So we'll go for writers first. Jeff Lemire, Scott Snyder, uh, Fabio Moon, Gabrielle Ba, Gail Simone, Greg Rucka uh let's see uh sean aldridge margaret bennett uh fucking let's see elliot kellen and steve orlando and more scott snyder so all those writers are fucking dope yeah then we've got art by jeff lemire (laughs) jeff lemire fuck yeah (laughs) we've also got art by jeff lemire art by declan shalvey francesco francovia uh becky clunan Raphael albuquerque who was the original series uh, artist uh fabio moon again so he's doing writing and art just like jeff lemire was um and then uh let's see joelle jones uh some other people that i haven't heard of but like holy fuck is that awesome like this is the first time that american vampire has been opened up to a bunch of other writers and artists yeah i'm excited about that i love love american vampire yeah did you did you read like the the side stories? I was never I never got around to reading them. No, I didn't get to those either. Because there was and I always kick myself when I see them. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have to read that. Because there's that one written by Sean Murphy that looks fucking badass, or not written yeah, by Sean I Murphy, saw drawn that. by him. Yeah. But there's that one, and then there was the one other one. There was there was like Second Cycle. Um, then there was wasn't there one other side story? I don't know. Anyway, there might be every every time I've seen one, I'm like, oh, I didn't know that existed. I know. Same. <laughs> I had like the same reaction. But anyway, that's uh, shit I'm excited for. Um, I was thinking shit is, is that a new segment? Just for. shit we're excited for. Totally. I don't know. Maybe I just felt like bringing I guess it up. I, I did that with a uh, Power Rangers just because I'm excited. Indeed you did. Right. <laughs> um. Hey, I was thinking so, and I we might as well throw it on the show. But I was thinking uh, we we should do a, a small bit of return to form to what we used to do a lot, and uh, and uh, discuss some some comics and movies uh, a little more. Not quite as much as we originally set out to do, like on a weekly basis, because fucking shit, that's exhausting, and our lives are busy. Yeah, that w- that was difficult. 
Uh, yeah, let's do a uh, let's do a user poll. Should we do a user poll uh, on Instagram? Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, We've never like done that before. Let's movies, try it out. yeah, movies you want us to review and comics you want us to review. Or we pick like four and they can choose from those. And they could pick yeah. one. Yeah, that yeah. that might be better. We should do that. Let's let's do that. Uh, let's do that for the first movie and the first comic, um, and then I think after that it'd be fun to have like sort of switch off every month with one of us pick because we so the three of us have very different tastes in a lot of ways right yes and so i was i was (laughs) very different (laughs) it's true like in a lot of ways and so i was thinking what we could do is you know like we start with like this one do the like the audience poll and then we could have that one like every you know i guess it would be three months or whatever um but then in between you know each one of us like takes turn picking one comic or picking one movie yada 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 um sure, so we go on that. there and then yeah. and then you know matt's able to infect all of us with dinosaurs and rachel's able to infect all of us with horror or serial killers and i'm able to yep. infect all of you with uh with with dc and nothing else <laughs> nothing else ever just kidding uh, i'm kidding uh that's okay no that's a good idea yeah I, I like that idea uh chime chiming in on shit we're excited about i just found out last night that there's going to be a planet earth 2 Oh, I saw that today. What shit I'm excited about. That's like, that's my jams. That's fantastic. That's my, my favorites. Hell yeah. So, I have a um, shit I'm excited about too. Well, if, if anyone <laughs> wants to, to give us some feedback, tell us what you're excited about. You can uh, call into the, the, the Savage Land hotline, which we still haven't used. So if somebody would like to leave us a voicemail there, you can pull out your little phone and dial 413-SAVAGE-4. Um, the phones have number pads, so you can figure it out. Uh, or <laughs> you can send us an email to uh, uh, fun times for everyone at savagelandpodcast.com or or email at savagelandpodcast.com or Rachel's face at savagelandpodcast.com. Type in whatever you want, as long as it's at yeah. savagelandpodcast.com. And, uh, and, and, and let us know. Uh, other than that, yep. where can they find us on, uh, on uh, the social mediums? Um, Savage Land Podcast on uh, uh, Facebook and Instagram and at Savage Land Pod on the Twitters. And also, we we officially, I guess, made it made it known. Uh, we have a new podcast coming out. We haven't been overly specific about uh, the exact format, but uh, if you want to check out The Living Dead Minute, it's not listed on iTunes yet because it will only be listed once we have episodes uploaded. But that is coming October 24th. In the meantime, you can go follow at TLD Minute on uh, any social network. Yep. So hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. They're coming for you, Barbara. Have you ever had a dream that, 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 that you, you, you can don't do skip, you don't do skip, you want to You want you want him to do you so much you could do anything?